PFT Media. Scotch and good conversation. Uh, take two. This time Rosie grabbed a bone and I got another sip of beer. Uh, thank you for checking out. I'm sitting across from uh, Travis Butler. How you doing? Hey, how are you, sir? I'm fantastic. You can hear yourself? I Is everything hear okay? We were moving and grooving. <laughs> All right, kind of. This whole studio, Rosieland, is pretty much held together with like duct tape and some bubble gum and, <laughs> and a, a couple... At, $25 mics or something. And, and that's that's kind of what we do here. You said you've listened to the podcast. Speaking of podcasts, these are three things that I know about you. You were uh, not on a Slacker podcast yourself. Uh, no, not at all. Uh, tell the kids about what you do and where you are and who you are and uh, all that razzmatazz. Absolutely. So uh, once again, I'm, I'm Travis Butler. I uh, They call me the butler on a mediocre time with Tom and Dan. Yeah. And, uh, corporate time with Tom and Dan. I, uh, I help out with the sales and marketing. I kind of keep uh, the lights on somewhat, uh, assisting uh, Mr. Tom Van mm-hmm. with uh, some of the sales and getting our advertisers together. And and you've been there? Uh, I've, coming up two years. Good for you. Yeah, thank you very much. Yeah, yeah. It's been awesome. I, it's been a dream job. Here's what I can say about the kids over at Tom and Dan. Uh, they're very, very, very good at what they do. They are. When I discovered podcasting, I, uh, I heard about Mark Marin interviewing Obama in his garage and i went wow that's really cool the president of the united states goes and into like a garage behind a house in california and talks to some dude that i kind of sort of remember being a comedian Mm. and i listened to that and i was fascinated and then uh some buddies of mine uh had a podcast called matt and jonah make a scene and I listened a little bit of that, and then somehow I discovered Tom and Dan. I don't know how I, I did it. It just it wasn't even on my radar, and they, they were well into episode 200 or whatever at that mm-hmm. point. And I went, I can do this. Mm-hmm. And the first 100 episodes, I was like, I can't do this. And I kind of can do it now. Uh, were you a fan, or you have any kind of background? Because it seems like you're mostly on the podcast. I don't know when you actually have time to sell, but apparently you mm-hmm. are, because... Well, yeah, we record all day, every day. Yeah, so yeah. Uh, I do manage to get a little bit of sales in. Uh-huh. Um, I actually got into the podcast through um, my beer rep. I okay. mean, being a beer rep, I, yeah, I yeah. was driving around a lot and uh, I was tuning in to the radio show. I was actually uh, on iHeartRadio a lot. And so I was just listening and uh, diving in through that. Um, that's how I really became a fan. And then I had a couple uh, clients that were also BDMs, which yeah, are, yeah. are P1 listeners, if you will. And uh, they, I am one. They, they pushed me into that that direction, and uh, I've been a BDM since. That's so. uh, and you guys are doing something like this weekend, like Saturday and Sunday. You're pretty much taking over Sanford. Like it's you, you're attacking Sanford and bringing uh, thousands of miscreants and scoundrels into the city of Sanford. And there'll be a lot of beer and yes, cool yes, music. Yes. And uh, you guys are racing sofas. I don't know what, what's that all about. It sounds insane and, and like a horrible idea. Absolutely. So, yeah. uh, we, we take over the entire beautiful L block of downtown Sanford, which would be the uh, celery city West end area. And, uh, we have our bad at business beer festival where we have 40 different breweries and we're providing free beer for 2,500 people. I say it's 20, really a stupid idea. I think it, uh, it originated, uh, as a, uh, I believe it was a, a wildman fest or yeah, yeah. I think I heard that like this morning like or something. Then, I was listening then it's migrated in this massive beer festival now where we have a, we have 25, at least 2,500 people show up. And yeah, yeah. I say 2,500 because that's how many sample cups we have. So we, once we, we run out of those, Lord knows how many uh, we have. And uh, the following day on the Sunday, we have our sofa and suds, which is going to be uh, pretty much bobsled racing with gouches. It's also like a dumb, dangerous. <laughs> it can be very dangerous. Thank God we actually, the the layout has changed. Since okay. It's evolved. No so hairpin turns. No hairpin <laughs> turns. And they were racing with each other. So there was a lot of like kicking. Oh, so now we're doing time. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 
So All right. It was a lot of uh, almost like a roller derby. You know, people were like bumping in each other, it trying amazes, to kiss each other. And it amazes me how people take dumb shit really, really seriously. Really seriously. Well, there's engineering. I've seen some of these sofas and they, they, they team Audi has a car that it's uh, a couch, excuse me, but it's made out of car parts. And so it has professional steering capability. It can, so they're going to win. They've won three years in a row. Okay. Someone beat them. We're, we're planning on it. Okay, we, good. We have a secret weapon being developed right now. The rocket and like <laughs> yeah, <laughs> some right. missiles or something. Yeah. All leg power. Thank God. Yeah. Okay. No, no one's going to burn their ankles off with uh, some sort of jet fuel. Yeah. Well, um, uh, it's Saturday spirit bed at beer, right? And that Saturday's starts, uh, when? So we start pouring beer, I believe at two o'clock and that's a, it's only a two hour pour, but then we have live music, food trucks, and then the festivities don't end there. It's gonna Dizzle be Funk's going to be there. He's been on the podcast. That kid is amazing. Absolutely. I, I always call him kid because he is like a child, but he's, uh, as far as people have come through the podcast, I, he was so professional and I, I, I totally expect him to be a slacker, DJ knucklehead, but totally cool. Just a, 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 an amazing, talented DJ and the Wooly Bushmen, are they playing or am I wrong on that? Uh, I believe he might be playing for one hour set. And, and the Shabooms are playing, Shabooms. which Absolutely. also g- garage, just rock, funky, soulful, beautiful. Al's been on the podcast mm-hmm. and a, a wonderful human being. The rest of the man is awesome. And uh, I will be out there walking around for a little while. I think I'm going to get there late and probably not drink because it's a long ride out for me to it Sanford. Is, it is. So uh, I, and I intensely am going out there late so I don't get a free sample cup because I like beer and you guys have you said 40 breweries and these are not slacker breweries. These no. are independent, beautiful, amazing. A lot of them are local. It's yeah. Cool. Yeah. And the, the next day, when's that start and when's that end? So the sofa and suds, I believe that's, that's almost an all day affair that almost kicks off at noon. Okay. And that goes on until six. So there's, there's a lot of, uh, there's 16 teams racing for the championship, uh, trophy. It's a beautiful trophy at that. I, uh, I myself have won that trophy one year. Uh, did you really, did you win a one busters bistro team busters bistro? Do you have to give the trophy back? It sits in the uh, the bars. You're you're usually sponsored by the bar, so okay. It was at Buster's Bistro for quite some time. We actually, uh, it was a shared title as uh, as the team we raced didn't know the rules on the final lap. And oh, so they, they sure they didn't. So yeah, so yeah. Okay, so that, that was, was where the kicking tie. and punching came mm. in. All, all right, all right. Well, uh, I will be out there on Saturday. And uh, seriously, if you've never been to a Tom and Dan, <laughs> it it's. It's over that people are so friendly and it's just like hugging and touching tips, which is a thing and I'm not even going to explain it. <laughs> and it's, it's just a wonderful community that they built. And the, the guys at Tom and Dan, the whole team has always been nothing but gracious and amazing to not just me as, as a podcast, but the entire local podcast community mm-hmm. has, they, they've opened up their arms a lot. Uh, uh, they had some of us on the radio like a year or two ago. And, and, uh, I, uh, every, I think Dan's been in here. Sam's been in here. Tom's been in here. You've been in here. Your old producer has been in here. Um, uh, you know, so pretty much everybody who's, you know, the only, and, the only person you're missing is pop, pop, Tony Palmiotti, you know, and I, uh, the patriarch uh, of the team. <laughs> <laughs> I might have to have him in. Um, well, that man's got some stories. Uh, thing number two, I know about you is, uh, you have a selfie with grandmaster flash. Yes. It, it, see, you had a lot of selfies and it must've been a really good party because I, but I didn't recognize anybody else besides Grandmaster Flash. And I kind of had to check. I was like, that Grandmaster Flash. Yeah, that Did, was, that was at the Super Bowl in uh, Arizona. So I, you got, you were down among the, the cool people. Yeah. I mean, it was, that was a, that was a different age, a different time. I used to be a, uh, I used to do uh, event management for large fortune. So you should have been working, but you were smoothing. Oh no, that was part of the job. Was, okay. Uh, to have wine selfies. And dining. Yeah. And <laughs> okay. taking selfies. And I took, I took a team of, uh, of, uh, high profile clients to a, uh, Maxim party. That's what that was. It was at the Maxim party for that the magazine, Bowl. the Maxim magazine. Is correct. that still a thing? That's not a thing anymore. Is I it? I don't even know. Yeah. Print's, print's weird. Yeah, yeah, this print is unfortunately dying, and I love print. I love a magazine. We were just talking about that. I love, I love holding a good book. Exactly. I love them. I, I somehow I weaseled. I don't know how I did it, but I got like six or seven years of Rolling Stone for like fifty cents back in the nineties, mm. and, and uh, I, I miss Rolling Stone. I miss Spin Magazine. I miss Maximum. I, I even, uh, I think I had a, a. a um, subscription. I can never. I always get it confused with prescription, or I don't know that thing where it comes once a month. Mm-hmm. To uh, to penthouse and Playboy, like I just got. I had a friend who was early like computer internet guy, and he would find these deep 
discounted things. Sounds cliche, but Playboy has amazing articles. Playboy has music reviews and, and I mean, artistic. Penthouse, a little gross. A little smutty. Yeah, but, yeah. but I like gross. But hey, you know, yeah, it's art. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I miss holding something. So you you uh, you basically just smoothed and hung out and, and mm-hmm. okay. Did, I've been to yeah. I used to I used to go to a lot of large sporting events. Uh, Super Bowl being one of the key ones. Are I you a sports guy? No, and I think that's why I got the job. Okay, I wasn't distracted by the events. Going I should on. get the job because there's nothing I could care less about than right, yeah, sports. Th- that's why they hired me. They're like, yeah. oh, he's not going to be distracted staring at the game. Apparently so you were. Just, oh, you were, you were just smoothing. <laughs> part of the job. You're yeah. supposed to do that. Okay, yeah, yeah. sure. <laughs> um, and the, the third thing I know about you is your English. Yes. Uh, talk English talk english all right <laughs> yeah. i feel like you're faking it like right. uh, how long you been here i've been here gosh uh this, i'm over, sure this is covered but, but i so how, how old were you when you got here uh i was about four years old okay so you we immigrated it, here in ni- 1980 almost 1985 with okay my, i was in high family. school yeah yeah and uh, um yeah it was uh we just for the american dream my dad was uh my dad worked for a print company okay and, uh they offered him uh, uh they were opening up a new branch out in uh, newport news virginia uh-huh and uh, us and like 40 other English families all moved over here. It was a mass immigration That's weird. This, uh, print company. Yeah. yeah. It was pretty cool back in the day, man. I, I remember going to these print festivals. It was like a, just like a company picnic. And the, the company that you worked for printed a lot of the Lego boxes and Marlboro cigarettes. So we used to sit there as kids just folding Marlboro cigarette boxes at these print factories. That's a, that's slave labor. That's right. child, that's, that's well, illegal. We were, we, in the United States, that's illegal. It was just like we were folding them just for speed. It was like a little competition. Like who could fold them the fastest? And we were huh. folding like the, the boxes and uh, we used to get free Legos. It was great. Man, I, I used to love it as a kid. Like these, a uh, little, it was a good time. Like oh. I remember all these fond memories of uh, the running in through these cancerous print factories that, <laughs> that just stunk to high heaven. Like I mean, I was like, no, don't go over there. This machine will eat you alive. Like, yeah. you'll, you'll fall into <laughs> you'll gears. Fall in, yeah. A folding machine yes. will fuck you up, kid. I uh, uh, I've been to England twice, and uh, I am. I just got back. Actually, where'd you go? I went to, uh, we revisited some family out yeah. in Newbury Berkshire, which is- I don't know. A, I'm, I'm not going to even pretend like I know it's what It's about an hour west of London. Okay. Uh, it's uh, in between uh, London and, uh, well, Reading would be the the nearest biggest city outside okay. of that, but uh, Newbury is beautiful. I highly yeah. recommend it. So yeah. I was pretty blessed as far as going over there because we didn't stay in London. We didn't stay in any of the large cities. So we got to hang out in these little villages and yeah. some, some of these little pubs were fantastic uh, dating back to like 1340. Yep. And just the history was so rich in these places. And it was really neat seeing a lot of the- uh, where my ancestors were buried. Um, I mean, we were seeing tombstones from the 1600s. It's, it's crazy. You go in churches and the, the, like tombstones are like stacked on stacked on stacked. And yeah, the church that my parents got married in was built in the 10th century. That's insane. That's insane. Yeah. History like that is not rich over here. Are you a citizen? You're a citizen, right? No, actually I'm a citizen in the UK still. I need you to be a citizen. You seem smart and I want somebody to vote like <laughs> the way I think you'd probably vote. We were leaning towards that, but I just renewed my green card. Actually, I have to go through for my biometrics tomorrow morning. Okay, what is that? It's fingerprinting and uh, pictures. Oh, I, I knew what that was. I just for some reason didn't know what that it's was. Okay, I had to look it up myself. Okay, <laughs> you know Trump might kick you out any any moment. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, you're, see my but, post. Yeah, but your your wife is, is my wife a is citizen? an American citizen. Yes. Okay, so you're. I'm, sorry. I, I'm, I'm allowed a permanent people. residency at that point. Okay, that's so, good. It's, which is what I already have. Yeah, he so, might still find a way to kick you out. Could do. Yeah, the English are, are no, no, uh, no, no, no good. No, no hooligans, good, all of them. Yeah, yeah sure, sure. <laughs> just soccer hooligans. You were assigned a task to come at me with three questions. Now is your chance to ask me the first and only the first while I pour myself a beer, young man, and thank you. Please. Absolutely. So what part of a kid's movie completely scared you? Part of a kid's film, you said? A kid's film, yeah, yeah. What's what's the what's the most uh, terrifying moment in a kid's film that uh, kind of had you shook? Well, Whether I mean, it be in your childhood or now, I don't know. There, there I mean, are some people now, I guess, but uh, it, it always kind of. I don't think anybody noticed it up until recently that uh, the boat scene out of Willy Wonka's Chocolate Factory, yeah, is terrifying. Have you there's looked a, at that? Like, it's a, a fucked of, up film anyway. There's a lot of really terrifying parts in that movie. Yeah, Gene Wilder's just a weird messed up dude anyway. <laughs> um, but you know the, the rowers keep on rowing, and there's no way of knowing. I, it's I, I I think there's even in that scene they they real quick flash to like spiders and creepy crawlers and Slugworth's face goes up there. Uh, off the top of my head, I, I would absolutely say that that was uh, frightening, and it's still a little weird. But now you know I, I've done drugs, so I get it. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I can think of one scene from it wasn't a kid's film, but somehow I got to see it. Uh, it was, I can't remember the name of it, but I know it was something about like, like they did a, like a, a shot where you could see someone standing outside your window at late at night. 
And that terrified the fuck out of me to the point where I can't even, I still like, don't like looking at the drapes at, at, as like a 52 year old man. I don't like, if I get up in the night, I was like, I kind of just avoid the drapes because I know there's someone standing outside who's going to murder me. That's funny because there was a movie just like that that terrified me. It was called Lady in White. Oh, well, see that, see, yeah. And it was, yeah. it was, an and old, she sounds so nice. It was too. an old lady who was like hanging outside some kid's window. I don't even remember the premise of the movie, but it was terrifying and had the kid, uh, Elliot from ET in it. And that's okay. the only thing I remember. Yeah, yeah. He's done a lot. Has he done a lot? I don't think he's done much has he i just saw him recently in a uh, tv show okay but uh he also just got recently uh, arrested for a dui i believe I saw oh TMZ. it happens to the best of us yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, not, not to throw shade but. no no uh, you know we totally skipped something and you think i would get i think i'd know what's going on top off the top of your head don't even think about it top three bands singer songwriters or musical performers in your world right now go top three. Oh goodness i can't even think i can't think about it uh i would say um been really big in a, um, I believe he's uh St. James. Um, it's kind of uh, like, a should I like that? I know what, I know what, uh, like I like, I think I, I like it. I, I St. James actually. It's a, it's like a DJ and I've been really uh, digging that. It's very, uh, ambient kind of chill. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Like I'm like coffee music. And yeah. so I, we play a lot of that in my house. So I've been really digging that. Of course, I got to throw out to uh, Trina Sazio, uh, one of my one of my greatest. I don't know uh, what that is. What is it's, that? Uh, it's Fish, a okay. lead singer. Oh yeah, he's, that's, a, that's, he's a musical genius. Got uh, like a full head of hair, right? He's got a full head of hair, red curly. He wears some thick bifocals. Who's the other guy in Fish? Uh, Paige McConnell, and you have uh, Fishman, and then you have Mike Gordon, John uh, Fishman. Maybe John yeah. Fishman's the drummer. Uh, you have uh, Mike Gordon who'd be the bassist, and you have Paige McConnell who is the uh, pianist. Oh, okay. I, 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 I know I see some guy with a nice head of hair and glasses, but, uh, that would I, be Trey. Okay. Trey, that guy. Yeah. Yeah. He's handsome, but it, <laughs> so you owe me one more. <laughs> um, and then, uh, my third, uh, I just judge people by hair, right? Uh, trying to, uh I don't want to think too hard on this. Um, there are no wrong answers. Yeah. No kidding. Uh, you know what? Um, I, as far as living legends, uh, I just got to see the Rolling Stones one more time with my dad. And that's one of well, these, that's nice. That's one of these things that I love to do with my dad. My younger brother and I saw the Rolling Stones about 10 years ago with my dad in Charlottesville. And so I flew back up after my brother's passing and, uh, saw the Rolling Stones for July 4th weekend with my dad up in DC. Very and, uh, cool. It's just, they, they just can't put on a bad show. It's just really good. I mean, whether just like you, you were mentioning off, uh, off mic earlier, you know, you got a little teared up when you saw the cure and it was yeah, kind of yeah. like one of those moments, you know, like, I mean listening to sweet Virginia or, or satisfaction with well, my the, dad. the fact and that you had seen it with your brother and mm -hmm. your dad was there. And so it was probably emotional. Anyway. It was very emotional. Yeah. It was very yeah. emotional. And so, you know, we were just kind of like crying and singing at the top of our lungs, hugging each other. And it was just a great time. So like the Rolling Stones will always have a soft spot in my heart. How's dad? My dad is a uh, 66. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Is he cool? I'm oh, my dad's coolest. Mom's still awesome. around too, right? Mom's still around. Okay. Absolutely. They're both kicking it up in Virginia. Yeah. It's uh, I don't know. I, uh, Sorry about your brother. I, I said it's before, okay. you know, no, no worries. It, and it is one of those things like I, I, I'm fortunate. The only thing that's ever really happened to me, like as far as that goes, is my father passed. But we were blessed in the sense that it, it, I mean, it would, you're never blessed. But in the sense that I got to say goodbye, I, you know, he, he had a disease and it wasn't the prettiest thing in the world, but he never complained. He never bitched. He, ne he made it look so easy. Mm -hmm. You know, he, he'd have bad days and good days. And, and one of the nice things about it was I got to take care of him a couple times, a couple times, more than a couple times, like take, like literally help him shower and help him get on and off the toilet. And it was among the most awkward things I've ever done, but it was also some of the closest probably I've ever been with my dad. Cause mm -hmm. at one point, like he, he was like, I, you know, I did this for you. And, and I like, Cause I was like, this, this is fucking embarrassing and it, it's, it's awkward and weird. And he, I did this for you. Yeah. You were just much smaller. <laughs> we're both wearing diapers. Yeah. <laughs> um, and, and you know, it, it's one of those things where, you know, it's just part of the gig and it's, I, I don't know the, the older I get, the more, because I think, I don't know if I'm making any sense. Um, I think I'm closer to my death and I'm, I'm aware of that. Mm. So I'm looking at it from an oldest guy's point of view. I'm, I'm lucky. Hopefully I have somebody who will take care of me. So I'm, uh, I, I'm very pleased that you went to that show with your dad. Yeah, it was great. I'm sorry. Did I get weird? No, not at all. Okay. Oh, I can, I, I, there, I can get weird. So there, no, there, you're there, fine. There was a point in there someplace. I'm just not, not sure if I made it. Give me one thing that you endorse. Like it, it could be a restaurant. It could be your favorite shaving cream. Something that the world needs to know about. 
Man, I hate to just throw this out twice now, but man, I, I have a very soft spot for uh, my local watering hole that I call my watering hole in uh, downtown Sanford. Uh-huh. Uh, it's a Buster's Bistro. Yeah, yeah. It's a Belgian bar. They have some of the best beer in the world there. Their cuisine is phenomenal. Owned by two great people called Polly Buster and Christine Buster. They're they're just beautiful people. They've embraced me. They 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 were one of my first beer rep, uh, beer clients when I was a beer. You rep. live in Sanford. I live in Lake Mary, so oh, I live okay. right on the border of Lake Mary and Sanford. That's so close by. Yeah, it's right. it's it's within like two and a half miles. So this whole weekend thing is going to really work out for you. Oh, it's going to be great. Yeah, yeah. Lyft, Uber, and Lyft. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. yeah I'm, I'm not driving anywhere this weekend. That's cool. That's I, you know, I, I've it, you said that's in Sanford. That's in downtown Sanford. They have they have an amazing rotating cuisine. Um, they uh, they have they not only do they have cooks, but they have chefs, and so they have they're always testing their culinary skills in their kitchen, and it's it's. It's wonderful. Nice. I, I, you know, I, I like Sanford. We go up there semi-regularly and just kind of bop around. It's just like a cute little... It, it's a, con- a cute, convenient downtown, and there's they're, they're always putting something new in there. I mean, as far as little pubs, restaurants, yeah, um, just hangouts. I mean, you have everything from... Uh, I hate to... I'm sitting there just talking about historic downtown Sanford now, it's, but I mean, you, you have the Willow Tree. It's phenomenal. Yeah, One yeah. of the world's best uh, German food. Well, the nation's best. Uh, Get a big uh, ass beer there. Yeah. Big ass beer, big ass pretzel. Get some uh, Jaeger uh, schnitzel. Band. Yeah. Yeah. Great stuff. I, I love everything about that. I mean, there's there's a handful of uh, bar owners that really bring that area. I'm friends with Washburn. Like he was on oh, yeah. a couple weeks ago. Mike I, Smith is. Yeah. Mike, uh, Mike yeah. Smith's great. Who runs that and also runs uh, the Sullivan, which is next door. Great. Washburn's new place. Yeah. 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 Um, I, I dig Sanford. Sanford, I, I wish, I, like, it's one of those things where I kind of base my life on if I can take a lift there and it's going to be around 12 bucks. Because I would take a lift up to Sanford for the beer festival. I'm just not going to drink. It's just going to be, a, like, a better decision for me. Yeah. Uh, one more of these things that I should have done earlier. Um, if you can give me one life tip, me, personally, one life tip, besides learn how to podcast correctly and, and follow your notes, um, to improve my life, what would it be? Oh man, this one, is all about me. One thing that I've learned, and uh, honestly, it's just been a, a recent releva- uh, revelation, would be uh, to take a beat, man. I, I what do you I, mean? I take, a, I, I sometimes act impulsively, yeah, yeah. And so I always need to take a step back, take a beat, think about it, think about it thoroughly before I sit there and make my actions because. I have a bad habit of putting my foot in my mouth. That is uh, apparently <laughs> that is an older man's wisdom you acquired because yeah. I've. Uh, thank you. I, I, it's it's good even if it's something that I I. I know I'm actively trying to improve on it, It's still something. It's nice to be reminded of something. Uh, and I, I used to have it entirely different. These top three things, but I, I was like, I kind of want to like get people, I, I get, I don't get slackers in here. So I, if I can get advice from somebody who's coming through here, whether I know them or don't know them, it's worst case scenario. I just blow the whole thing mm-hmm. off, but that that's a great reminder. Because, it's, an, it's an easy one, you know. Yeah. It's not something. I mean, it, it takes zero effort, and uh, just to, just to take a beat and think about it before you uh, you act. And uh, whether it be in your personal life, relationship, or work life, you know, I mean, I, I feel like there's always just a moment to kind of think about it. That's the words. Like uh, you can, you know, if you stop and think about what you say before popping it out. Unfortunately, this is what I do for a living, so it, I don't like dead air. Oh. Uh, <laughs> so i i try to fill up this space as much as i can when i go back and edit because i do edit uh i i find myself cutting out this is a lot of just nonsense bullshit but i I have a file on my computer which is nothing but me going um uh um uh and someday i'm going to take that and make something out of i don't know what i don't have the ability turn it into beats turn it into beats get one of those cool sampley (laughs) things and just there's nothing but me making weird filler noises Cool. Uh, question number two for you. What is the most polite way to tell somebody they're fat? Oh man, <laughs> that's a tough one. I know, right? There is no polite way. Um, I, I would probably just invite them to the gym. I'd be like, Hey man, you want to go to the, I, I go to a great gym. You want to try this out? I've been doing this, this or that, you know, my wife is very active in CrossFit and, uh, I've, I've gotten out of that, uh, due to a, a shoulder injury that I, I, I did myself. No blame to the gym itself. You know? Yeah. CrossFit gyms get a lot of flack for like people just trying to do too much or I don't, I don't understand CrossFit. I know I can't do it cause it's too hard. It's a hybrid of like plyometrics and Olympic weightlifting. It sounds, like I, I don't want to hit a tire with a sledgehammer. I've never done that. Funny okay, enough, good. I, I was a, I was a CrossFit member for about six years and okay, I, good. I never did that. I have no, uh, cause you're no, pretty strapped. There's no evidence of that. I did CrossFit. I'm, I'm quite the uh, squirrely if I will. Yeah. But, uh, I don't know. You, I feel like you're, you're skinny. You, this is swimming. This is my recent swimming. 
swimming. I, I've got into swimming after I hurt my in, uh, shoulder. So it's uh, that, that'll thin you out. No, uh, I go to, there's a, there's a gym right near my house that uh, has an indoor pool that I, I, I feel utilize. like it's the perfect exercise. It is. It is the perfect exercise. It's uh it's, you're not hurting. There's no uh, high impact on your knees or anything like that. It's you're weightless and it's just uh, uh, um, using a, a body weight resistance really through the water. So you're doing uh, you're doing a little bit of everything and twisting Stupid core. Dan, your boss tricked us into getting one of those damn Peloton things. So I'm not stuck on that. I, I would kill to have one. But yeah. I, and I'm slowly convincing my wife to get one. You should get uh, one. I would love it. I really, life I think life I would changing. It. Life changing. I'm a big cyclist too. Like I love mountain biking. I, I've been trying to get a... Uh, a street bike or, or uh, I don't know, I don't know what you technically call them, but just like a typical riding bike. You know, you know what's not going to happen on a Peloton? You're not going to get hit by a bus. I'm not going to get hit by a bus. I'm not going to blow out my tire and go over my uh, handlebars. Yes. I, I, it's odd to me that this year has been as far as like mentally, I feel sharper physically. I, I am skinnier than I was in high school. Which is stupid to me. Like I, I funny enough, me too. I, I'm at the lightest I've ever been. Are you getting in trouble with your wife? Because my wife keeps yelling at me. My wife is giving me weight gainer now. She's okay. Like, she's trying to get me to gain some weight. But now I lost all the all of the chubbiness kind of. So yeah. now she's like, now we I need to bulk up. You were never chubby. Oh, I was. Or the beer. I got, I got up to like 190, uh, 190. Yeah, but what do you? What are you? Six foot. Uh, I would like to think so. <laughs> about five eleven. Yeah, okay. five ten, five eleven. But also, I mean, you got a pretty good excuse. You've had a rough year, so there was probably some. Just... Well, that that's how I've gotten skinny, honestly. Like, really? I like get... that's what I'm saying is yeah. like yeah. So I mean, you're you're gonna work it out. I mean, it, it's it's. I don't know. It, it's so odd to me that that I I feel like I'm at fighting weight, and I don't like. I, it's it's like one of those things I try not to talk about. It just comes up, mm. uh, and and it's literally become like a lifestyle thing for me. Yeah. I talked to my wife, Dee, Dee before, like I was done with my notes for the show and, and I knew you're coming at four and, and I was like, I'm going to squeeze a ride in. Yeah. And I did three, which is just stupid. Like I don't, I, I can't imagine wanting to do that like two years ago to exercise, but I, I, I feel better physically, mentally. I, it's, it's so strange. Like it's, it's such, it's great for mental clarity. It really does. I mean, it, I use it almost like it sometimes when I was riding or I'm running or I'm swimming, it's almost like a, a state of meditation. Absolutely. It is. I'm just like, I'm, I'm clear of any kind of conscious thought. I'm just swimming and it just feels very relaxing. And well, uh, I, I've meditated for like a while and I've been seriously doing it this year and I find it helps so much with exercising. Oh yeah. Like to bring my heart rate down and to try mm -hmm. to keep, like power through and you, you said like, I mean, when you're, you're pedaling at breakneck speeds for, you know, 10, 15 minutes at a time, you, you got to do something to distract yourself from the pain, yeah. <laughs> the lactic buildup. Yes. Oh, yeah. it can be brutal too. You know, um, it, it's so odd to me. And now it's one of those, I can't see myself not doing it. And that frightens me also. It's such a weird, weird, I, it's funny where life takes you. It really is. <laughs> it, it really, I mean, I, I would have I, never thought where I am now is where I would be. Like if I were to look back at my, my 28 year old self yeah, yeah. and I was like, you know, I'm going to be a sales and podcast. I'm like, what the, what the fuck am I doing? No you love way. it. And you got to love I, it. I love it. I love what I do now. It's yeah. uh, it's, it's been a life changing career as far as, and, and I totally think of it as a career. It's not a job for me. I, I don't plan on leaving this for a while unless they kick me out, but um, I, I really do enjoy it. It's just, it's therapeutic as far as I, I laugh every day. There's yeah, not yeah. too many jobs where you can laugh all day, every day. I mean, it's it's great it's it's been great for me uh this past year it's been phenomenal and then the year prior to that i mean i just i've just been the happiest i've ever been you, i mean again you're surrounded by good people they care they, they and they care on a like a not only on a level i know they care about you and sam and everybody else who works there but they also just care about what they do question number three for you what's the best piece of relationship advice you ever got um that i've ever gotten uh never i mean this is another cliche but uh don't go to bed angry that's a you great know, piece of advice. You, I mean, don't go to bed angry with your significant other. It's, yeah. it'll, it's not going to fix itself. I mean, yep. always, I'm, I've always been the quick one to apologize. I, I hate going, I hate my wife being mad at me. We've, yeah. uh, we've been together for 16 years and I really attribute to a lot of that, not going to bed angry with each other. We usually squash it out, hug it out. Um, if we have to, you know, I get out, you know, but what, it, it well, works for out. You. Angry sex is cool. I, I, uh, I, I, I'm a big believer in that. I'm also like, if it gets to the point where we, we don't really argue much at all, like I'm knock on wood, I, I'm, I'm a, we, we get along really well, but if it's something that, that comes up, I'm like, look, let's kind of put a bookmark in this. 
Well, the healthy healthy relationships will always have uh, your ups and downs. Yeah, you're yeah. never going to always get along. There's always going to be uh, absolutely. Everyone has different personalities. And, yeah, uh, and so it works. It works out that way. We'll but, put yeah. a bookmark in it. And my big thing is, in the morning when the light comes up, things will be clearer. Mm. Like literally, like everything seems so much worse at night. Yeah, because it's dark, and and I think your your impulses are to, to have your your guards up. Sometimes you're at your wits end from the day, from the stresses throughout. Yeah, the day. And, and sometimes when you're fighting, there there's there's booze involved, or mm-hmm. you know, or you know, just you're grumpy because you're tired, or, or and I'm like, let's put a bookmark in this. Uh, we'll deal with it when the sun comes up, and somehow it always seems a little better, and we can figure things out. I. I am super blessed. Part of this podcast is to to say I love my wife. Like I, mm. I'm, I'm really lucky, and I kind of guess I, I also stalked your wife's Facebook mm. a little bit too, which it's kind of what I do. I'm sorry. That's fine. <laughs> she seems very nice. You married out of your league. Um, oh, me too. Uh, we are going to take a commercial break here. If you want to have some music played, we play local music. We play any kind of music, but we try to concentrate on local music. And I got an email from someone a couple of days ago, and this is local hip hop, which I I love hip hop, but I'm an old dude. I don't know. Do the kids call it hip hop still? Uh, what are the kids yeah, calling it? Is I mean, this like yeah, rap, no, right? I, 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 I would say hip hip hop covers a, a wide demographic when you okay. say that. So yeah, I, it's I like a blanket like, statement. I feel like this is hip hop. I know I don't understand it, but I also know I like it. Mm. And I, I they sent me an email and I listened to it and I was like, I really do kind of like this. So we've been going back and forth and I said, can I play this uh, on the podcast? And they said, yeah, this is an Orlando dude. His name is Flash G and he plays for the Minnesota Twins, which is also very strange. This is a song called Bistro. You know what makes life better? Craft beer and red light. Red light beer parlor. They've been doing craft beer since the beginning. Since the beginning of the craft beer movement, they are Orlando's original and best craft beer bar. Award-winning in-house brewing. 300 plus bottles and cans of deliciousness and you can grab some to go get some on the way out get some on the way home get a crowler of something delicious that they made right there red light red light does craft beer the way it was meant to be delicious they're located over on the audubon park garden district at 2810 kareen drive next time you go in and grab something tell them you heard about them on scotch and good conversation This episode of Scotch and Good Conversation is brought to you by the DeWitt Law Firm. Injured on the go? Just call Mo. Justcallmo.com. Orlando Hip Hop. From Flash G, he plays with the Minnesota Twins. I know nothing about baseball, but I, it sounds impressive. It does. I, I don't know. Apparently, he actually is a baseball player, and he's doing hip hop. And his people reached out to me, and I kind of dig it. I, I like it. I, I'm I'm uh, I'm old. I don't necessarily love the hip hop that much. I don't I don't get down with the kids often. But that that one spoke to me. If you'd like to have your music played on Scotch Good Conversation, email me over at scotchandgoodconversation at gmail.com. If it doesn't suck, I will play it. This part of the show is brought to you by Coppice Box Whiskey. When we drink scotch, we drink Coppice Box because it's glorious. I just got a case of scotch delivered to me, and I was like a little kid in a candy shop pulling out bottles and looking, and it's everything I could do. I got it delivered Friday afternoon to not taste every single bottle. Go into your local liquor store. If they don't have Coppice Box, make them get it. If they do have Coppice Box, buy the bottle that is has the prettiest label. Like the one that speaks to you most, I can guarantee it's going to taste beautiful. Give them a follow on social media because they're always switching things up and they're always coming out with new stuff. And we got to go who makes buttons for us. You're a button guy. There are two ways to get a hold of him. 
Instagram and Facebook. Your button guy on Instagram, your button guy on Facebook. If you're doing, uh, you got a podcast or a band or a restaurant, you're doing family reunions or whatever, he, he'll do anything. He's inexpensive. He's cool. He's got a great beard. Your button guy is my button guy. Did you ask me your second question? I don't remember. No, I did not. Please ask me your second question, sir. Okay. Uh, what's your favorite conspiracy? 9 11. 9 11? I mean, there's no conspiracy. I know what happened. <laughs> um, but I just don't think that we were given the full story. I can get into this, but I, I don't want people to write me hate mail. Uh, I think if I love somebody who was killed in the unfortunate events of that day, I would want more than the 9 11 commission done investigating it like it's there there's just too much just there's between the the plane that hit the pentagon they only released like two seconds of film to the hijackers usurping the most powerful uh, uh armed force in the entire world 11 guys with box cutters to uh the fact that conveniently passports of those guys flew through the air and they were found to the fact that the metal from the Twin Towers was shipped out of the United States within days of it happening. The biggest crime scene on in the history of the United States, the clues were getting taken away days after. It's uh, I, I, I can talk all day about this. Yes. <laughs> I see that. Yeah. And it, it just like it just makes me sad because we were uh, told if you don't believe this, then you're not patriotic. And I, I think the very fabric by which this country was founded is us to question shit. Yeah. You know, we we should say, hey, I don't necessarily believe it. And he, I've read a couple books, and I, I lent one to somebody who I respect immensely, and he gave it back. Like He read a couple pages and gave it back. And I said, here, assume 90% of what's in that book is wrong. It's just complete bullshit. 10% is right. We owe it to the people who, who lost their lives and their families to investigate that 10% of the 90% bullshit. Hmm. I guess. Yeah. 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 I, what's yours? <laughs> yeah. I Apparently you're a conspiracy guy. So no, you, funny, you funny enough, no, I, yeah. I'm not. And that's, I think that's the reason why I asked. I'm not a big conspiracy guy. Um, Although I, I'm now I'm kind of questioning this whole uh, Jeffrey Epstein thing. Now, oh, that guy, that guy did not kill himself. Now that these guards, you see, as of yeah, today, they, his they guards were, were indicted. Oh, good. I said I didn't know that. Good. Yeah, yeah. his guards uh, today just got indicted. Yeah, and it's not under, a, it's because not, they it, they falsified uh, prison records. Yeah, they were sleeping. It's not a Clinton thing. It's not a Trump thing. It's a super powerful rich people thing. Yeah, you know, and that just did. I it, think it, he had a lot to lot to hide. And, yeah, uh, they're yeah. shutting him up. Yeah, it's uh, he was on suicide watch, and they the magically the the most important criminal in modern history of the world probably rosie just farted i apologize okay. <laughs> it, happens. it happens or i farted one of us farted it was the dog i'd admit <laughs> if i farted one of the most important like uh criminals in god it's really smelly <laughs> in modern history was on suicide watch got taken off suicide watch and then the guards what they fall asleep supposedly yeah conveniently walked away yeah yeah uh i, I i'm not gonna say on my podcast with literally tens of people listening that that he 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 was uh, murdered because I don't want to get murdered, but he, mm -hmm. he, he, he was murdered. Question number four for you. Uh, how would you react if your wife uh, told you that she wanted to go on a two-week vacation by herself? Oh, you weren't kidding, by the way. She's had a really upset belly lately. And we do another podcast called Dinner and Good Conversation. I, I'm so sorry. Oh, you're all right. You're no, all right. I'm not. I'm, I'm, I'm just glad it came from her, not you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's Rosie. Be a lady. If your wife said, I'm going on a two week vacation, not bringing you. I would be totally fine with that. I have complete trust in my wife. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. I mean, I, I just went to England with, by myself with my older brother and my dad. Yeah. Um, I would, well, at first my question would be like, who are you going with? Yeah. Um, naturally, I'd just be inquisitive. I mean, but I, I trust my wife. I, she, I have no reason not to trust her. Yeah. Um, she wouldn't do anything. If she wanted to leave me, she would just tell me she wanted to leave me. Yeah. Good you for know? her. Good so for you too. We have, um, we have really good communication. Yeah. So I, if she wanted to, I would, I'd be like, why, why, where are you going? What do you want to do? Like, I mean, I might be interested. Can in I going. come? Yeah. Can I come? <laughs> like, I mean, why, why do you want to go there? If she's like, oh, I just want to, I don't know. I, I don't know where she would want to go that she wouldn't want me to go with her, but yeah, that'd be. 
I would just be, I'll probably be a little hurt, maybe. Yeah, yeah. A little See, bit. That, that's a, I want to go on vacation with you. Yeah, I want to go on vacation with you. But yeah. I mean, if she, if it was like a girls' weekend, she was like, I'm going on a girls' weekend in Hawaii with uh, like three of her best friends. I'm like, yeah, that's awesome. I've never done, I've done one dude weekend. I've never done. I've done one dude weekend that I can remember in my adult life since I've been with Dee Dee. And, uh, I want to do we we you and I we should do a dude weekend. I'm game. That's oh, okay. Good. Yeah. I mean, we're uh, a me and my older we're going brother. To, to, me, you, and your older brother going to Tijuana. Let's go to Dublin. Oh yeah, fuck yes. I would love to. Dude, those flights are dirt cheap right now. Have you been? I feel like you should have went. No, we're gonna go. As I a think four year old, we might go next year. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah I'm coming. Dude, I would love to go back yeah. over to England because we we flew over there recently uh, for a three fifty round trip. Yeah. Um, so, that's great. And you can fly once you're over in England. It's only like a $40 uh, yep. puddle jumper. Yeah. yeah, yeah. To jump over to it takes a minute and a half to get an entirely different culture and world and beers it's, and food. And that's yeah. what I love about your traveling's the best. It really is. It it's culturally diversifies your mind. And yeah, yeah. Yeah. And you appreciate where you live a lot more and, and you know, the things we have just the, the just the space we got space, like, like literal physical space. It, it, you get like into little towns like that have been there since the, you know, the butt crack of, of, of time. And like everything's all crammed next to each other. And, and you know, you're kind of bumping into people, even if it's not a, like a busy place, it's small. It's tight. Yeah, you're and, right. You know, and, and like our houses, like I, I was saying, I got a, I got a one bathroom house, but this is a castle compared to what most people live in. This would be a massive house in uh, a flat, a massive flat in, uh, in the UK. I, I think would, you'd, you'd I would do very well. You, you'd be living quite the life. I would be gladly, house. I'd gladly give it up for a, even half the size that live in, in like, well, UK conveniently, someplace. there was a, uh, there was a small place in England, uh, that was for sale in Newbury. It was uh, $275,000 for 400 square feet. Uh-huh. <laughs> and it was a two story. Wow. Yeah. Two, 200 square feet upstairs. Nice. 200 square feet downstairs. Nice. You may be just like you were telling me before we went on mic, how you were uh, using the bathroom, washing your hands right next to the tub Absolute, in the kitchen. Absolutely. Kind of and it was among the happiest I'd been like when I was single. Like it really was everything I needed. It was no Rasmus. It was dirt fucking cheap in a beautiful section of town. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was $290 a month. It was 200 square feet. And that was including utilities. I was in my mid twenties, didn't have a girlfriend. I was DJing. Like I, you know, it was, so I, and I wasn't there a lot, but it, it, it was, was your space. It was my space. I didn't have any roommates. You know, I, I decorated it the way I wanted. It was basically a waterbed. I had a waterbed cause this was the nineties. Like I, it was my '80s waterbed that I brought with me. It was a waterbed and a whole That's lot a of hell deep. of a move. Yeah, well, it's, and I, I moved it a couple of times. Then, <laughs> then it finally popped, and I, like then I slept on a futon for a couple of years. Those people become great patients for my wife. <laughs> I don't know why my back is still good. When I first moved here, for the first six months I moved here, I slept on the floor, like on a like an egg crate. You know what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. Like, oh, like yeah. I slept on the floor for the first six months, and then uh, my roommates drove me crazy, and I moved into my 200 square foot apartment. Mm-hmm. I, I, somehow my back is okay. Although my back has been hurting me lately. Uh, uh, and my wife, my wife was on the couch and she's like pressing her, her feet into my butt a little, not in a gross way. Just kind of like, I, yeah. I like, I, can you move over? And like, I'm not moving over. It's cold and your feet are warm. And she hit this one spot in my ass and I went, don't move your foot. Don't move. Just hold it, hold it. And she held it for like a minute. And I woke up and my back was better than it was in, a, in the last couple of days. Question number five for you. Imagine you're a teenager 1,000 years in the future and having a history test. What kind of questions do you think there'll be about what's going on now? Wow. Uh, Let's make it 100 years in the future. 1,000 yeah, seems thousand, a little I excessive. Like, I was like, wow. Yeah. I mean, no. I mean, obviously flying cars at that point. 100, 100 years in the future. 100 years in the future, what we'd be talking about in history lessons? Is that, uh, was that the question? Um, we may be talking about this current political climate. <laughs> Uh, you should vote. You should become a citizen. Can you do dual, dual now? Can you do dual citizenship? I think I think some countries uh, honor dual citizenship. And yeah, America doesn't really want to honor so many dual citizenships. So like oh. my dad is technically dual. He never uh, gave up his UK citizenship. So she, he actually, I don't know if I should be saying this on mic. He has a uh, UK passport and an American passport. I think you're allowed to do that. Like I, I know I, I used to date a girl. I don't know if you can do it anymore. Yeah, yeah I, I think he, I think he yeah. may have been grandfathered in. Kind of okay. Scenario. Yeah, it's probably like an older thing. Yeah. yeah. And um, good. That's good in case so he needs. It's a jam. Yeah. Yeah. And that was one of the reasons why I kept my, my green card is the fact that if, if things ever got really sticky around here, that uh, being part of when UK was uh, in the glory days, part of the European Union, now they're trying to exit that, that we would have had a great ex- escape to anywhere in the Europe and we could have stayed there indefinitely and Jen wouldn't have had to apply for visas. Nice. She was married to me. But now that 
that's happened and if uh, the uk keeps uh, well, england keeps up with their uh, brexit uh my our escape is just exclusively to the england and uh, whatever part of ireland is going to be in that and you know scotland i'm moving to mexico city i'm moving mexico to mexico city. be okay. careful you're hearing about that uh madness uh with those cartels out there yeah we went to mexico city last year and it's legit it's, it's my a, dad my dad really liked mexico it, city it's awesome there's so much good food and music the beer kind of sucks but uh, like I, I think i could find my way around that art and music and food it's cheap as hell we'd probably live someplace outside mexico city because the infrastructure in that city is just it's disintegrating quickly but it, it's cheap as hell uh, i've had a chance to travel a little and i've never been so enamored by a place i talk about it probably every second podcast about how much i like it there i would love to get down to south america I, I kind of want to. I, I dated, love to do Machu Picchu. That's one of my yeah, yeah, bucket yeah. list items. Yeah, I uh, I dated a girl whose family was from Brazil, and I've always been like, I want to go. And I know it's it's sketchy and weird and maybe a little scary, but any places like that, there are bad places in Orlando. You know, it's just like just use your common sense. Don't be a knucklehead. Don't you know? Can you switch on your accent if you you just you're making up an accent, right? Like I, yeah, I, I, I okay, and I, can, I have like Englishisms that I can say, and I don't really do well with like kind of like on demand English. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. But I, I when I'm comfortable and I'm chilling, like I can I can spit out a little bit of a British accent. If you get around your mom and dad, does it turn on? Yeah, yeah, with my mom and dad, yeah. Yeah, there's uh the, the phrase for that. Only reason this is my wife's a speech therapist. It's called code switching. Oh yeah. Yeah. And it's interesting when you watch people, like, I find myself doing it when I go visit my brother in the little redneck town he lives in because I find myself like getting twangy mm. kind of like I do y'all that. and I mimic. Yeah. I, I tend to mimic and Jen calls me chameleon because I, uh, <laughs> I, I, I just pick up on people's accents and, and I horribly butcher them most of the time. Nice. I just, I, it's, it's, it's innate. I don't even mean to do it. It just happens. It happens to everybody. That's why there's a name for it. Uh, quest number six, there's an email. The emails are sponsored by the Nook on Robinson. All local. It's about stuff in Orlando, the cool stuff in Orlando. If you haven't been to the Nook and you are a local person, you, you like the Nook? I do like the I, Nook. I, it's, just, it's just cool. There's no other way to describe it. And I, I hate to use the word arty because it's not. It's not pretentious. It's not douchebaggy. It, it's just there's cool stuff, art and music and poetry and uh, it, it, there's always something going on. The people there are cool. Uh, go by there and tell them that Scotch and Good Conversation sent you. If you want to email us, email us over at scotchandgoodconversation at gmail.com. If it doesn't suck, I will read it. This one's title is, I'm too old for this shit. It says, uh, hello. It says, I'm going to get right to the point because Peter hates reading, which is the truth. Usually I fuck these things up. Samantha <laughs> reads so well. She reads so well. And thank I, God that I don't have to. She makes me feel like such an idiot because she, I, I, I listen to you guys and she reads all the emails, mail on mail. And, mm. and um, I, 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 it's going to take me a long time to get through this. So it says, uh, I'll get right to it because I know Peter hates reading. My roommate is always moving my things to a new location. I've asked him to stop doing it. But they don't respect, uh, they don't have a respect not to stop touching my things when I'm gone. What are some clever ways to stop them from touching my things? Thanks in advance. And it's, uh, it's signed S. Well, it's signed with a name, but I'm just going to call them S because I don't want to, I don't know. Ever have roommates? Uh, no. Good I've, for you. I've been pretty lucky. Uh, I, well, I mean, I say no. I, I have, there was a short set of time when I had my younger brother uh, rooming with me, and then I did live in a uh, beach bungalow in the Outer Banks uh, of North Carolina for a summer, and I did have a bunch. That of, sounds delightful. A bunch of shit hum uh, roommates that were my best friends, but you, it's tough to live with four of your best friends. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. Everybody is different, and I, I'm, I find myself a little bit OCD clean. Yeah, and they were not at all. <laughs> not D at dudes all. Dudes are gross. Dudes can be very gross. Yeah. I, I was rooming with the grossest of gross. <laughs> How old are you though? Because you're supposed to be a little grungy. I, I've never been grungy. I've yeah. always been. I've always been brought up in a in a tidy household. So I I didn't ever. Uh, I never had like filth around me. So like, and this kid was just a filthy kid. Uh, I mean, I don't. <laughs> I'll throw him under the bus and call him his nickname. His name is Rudy. Okay, Rudy sounds and, like a oh, filthy kid. Rudy. Yeah, yeah. He's a dirty, dirty boy. <laughs> Gross, like just, just like eating stuff and throwing it under the bed. We're like, what the hell is that smell? And you, know, you realize he's just got pots and crap under the bed because he got stoned out of his mind and just eating everything. Ugh. But um, I would, uh, I mean, if I would people messing, tampering with my stuff all the time, I don't even know what I would do. That That's, that's some nightmare fuel right there. Yeah, yeah. Because I'm really weird. I'm almost like that. It could be organized chaos in my house a little bit, but I know where everything is. I can be like, I can tell Jen, Jen's like, hey, uh, 
where are the Christmas tree hangers uh, to put the ornaments on? And like uh, third drawer on the right in the back. I know exactly where it is. The drawer's messy, but it's there. Yeah, yeah. Underneath that yeah. thing. Underneath to the that right, thing to the left. Back. Yeah, I, I'm right there with you on that yeah. one. So I, I don't need. I don't even know what you would do. Um, other than like a stern, like you know, a, a, a household meeting where you'd be like, "Listen, man, you got to stop moving my stuff. If it's your stuff, if it's in the way, you know, put it in my room, put it on my desk. Yeah, that's nice. Don't don't put it like. I mean, I, you would have to have like a uh, a communal area that you would actually put the stuff down on because that that would be the only way that it would. Uh, uh, you'd be satisfy me. I, I was thinking go through and get a, get a label gun. Those are fun. Oh yeah. Get an old school label gun. You know, the ones with the, 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 the oh, yeah, letters exactly that come out and pop out. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Get, like get one braille. of those. Yeah. Get one of those and like, just label all your shit. Like just, yeah. just be over the top with it or post-it notes are also pretty fun. Post-it notes can be very passive aggressive. I like yeah. It. Yeah. I, I take some thought into it. Like if, if your lease, if you got a little bit of time, you might want to consider like, dialing it back a little yeah. but uh what, what did you say take a step is that is that take what a beat take a beat take a beat but you can't let people walk all over you um here is a commercial there is no getting away from it the holidays are around the corner you might be stressing out chill out Orlando Meats is there to help. You can order your holiday bird from them right now. Give them a call, 407-598-0700. It's not just turkey, though. They've got pork loin. They've got smoked brisket. They've got bone-in leg of lamb. They've got hams. They've got everything. While you're there, grab something from the restaurant. Grab a beer. Mention Scotch and Good Conversation. Of course, you're going to get 10 off always Orlando meets the holidays order now don't be late Orlando meets making your holiday season a little less stressful this episode of scotch and good conversation is brought to you by the DeWitt law firm injured on the go just call mo just call mo.com End of the year is around the corner. Things are about to get a little crazy. Parties, get-togethers, family. There's no me time. You know what you do? Check out La Femme du Fromage. Go in there and grab a security board. Bring it home. Be happy. Check out Grilled Cheese Happy Hour on Fridays. Grab a bottle of wine. Grab a beer. Anything there is delicious. Their new place is opening up at the beginning of the year, so give them a follow to keep up with events, to keep up what's coming in and out of the shop. La Femme du Fromage is Orlando's cheese shop. They are located at 3201 Korean Drive in the beautiful East End Market. La Femme du Fromage, Orlando's cheese shop. Tell them Scotch and Good Conversation sent you. And your third question to me, please, sir. Absolutely. So this one, uh, I, I, just like you, I'm going to have a hard time reading this one. So what set of items would you gather that could make the cashier most uncomfortable? <laughs> um, duct tape. Always duct tape. Always duct tape. Can't duck it. Fuck it. Yeah. Um, or uh, zip ties. Maybe a combination of duct tape and zip ties. Where am I? Where am I shopping? Uh, let's... Let's say a CVS. Okay. Or just like a, like a, no, you know, like, like a, a 24 hour drug store, yeah. a 24 hour drug store. So, uh, I'm assuming there's some sort of duct tape there. I'd ask where the duct tape is. First of all, I'd, I'd run in immediately ready. Uh, and red I, flags I, are flying at that like, point. I need duct tape. Yeah, like, Where's the duct tape? <laughs> <laughs> um, I would also ask for uh, a whole lot of cough medicine. Cause I know you can't, but something, what, what, what's something that like, no, like, uh, it's like sleepy medicine. It's like a bunch of that yeah. duct tape, um, lubricant. You said four things or three things? Uh, just a set of items. Okay. So. We're, we're going to go with five things. Lubricant. Do they still sell camera film? Yeah. Yeah. Can F- I buy Fuji, like Fuji and Kodak still make camera uh, film? I'm, I'm, I'm going with also camera film. Interesting. Cause that just makes it sound like I'm, I'm doing something really, really, really devious. Yeah. Yeah, what were yours? I don't even know. I was okay, just curious. I just did. I had no idea. I was just amazed by yours. I was like, well, yeah, I, I, so I, you're I, going with the murder, a uh, little bit of sex in there. I, and, I, uh, I, I, I might have posted <laughs> that at some point. At some point, so it, it's. But it, I, I like that idea. When I, when I first started buying condoms, when I was uh, like 
well, I was 21. So when I first, I, I bought condoms before then. I just didn't get a chance to use it. So at 19, I would get a box of condoms. And here's the trick. If you're buying condoms, uh, first of all, get a vasectomy. They're fun. If you're not, if you're not planning, you're going to be in the same person forever. Get a vasectomy. Don't wear condoms. But if, if you're not going to be the same person, get condoms. And then when you get the box, stick your finger through the little hole that, that hangs on the hooks. And then when you go to hand it to the lady, curve your finger just a little bit so they have to pull it off your finger and act like so it becomes <laughs> this a little bit of resistance. This awkward <laughs> condom tug of war. And I, I do that all the time. Like I I it's like can't get it off. What what you're not pulling hard enough. These condoms. And I'd say condoms over and over again. <laughs> and I Tom Green did this whole bit. And I was doing this before Tom Green. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm taking credit for it. But he he was like, hey, this must be awkward for you, knowing what I'm going to do with that later. Yeah. I didn't quite say that, but I, I'd be like, yeah. It's always been in my head, yeah. Getting, condoms. getting condoms, getting yeah. condoms. Yeah, I uh, I I kind of miss buying condoms. Every now and then, I'll try to talk my wife into into getting more condoms because I don't know. I just kind of miss the the whole putting them. I, I, do you wear condoms? I yeah, we do. Good I do. for you. Yeah, my my wife uh, stopped uh, using the pill. Uh, she's, good, good. She's an uh, admin on like you know only being on uh, birth control, internal birth control for ten years. After that, it can really yeah, start permanently altering your hormones. Literally hormones. Yeah, yeah. that's that's why I got a vasectomy. Was I? I was like, I can't ask my wife to take these pills that are going to just fuck her up. Oh, and we're we're about a, we're a couple of years away from uh, me making the snip. If we're not Doctor Stein, go to Doctor Stein, dude. The guy with the billboards, <laughs> the, huh? the the non-invasive. Yeah, you know Chris Fisher. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Chris Fisher did. Uh, Doctor Stein did Chris's vasectomy and my vasectomy. You could okay. be part of the club. Oh yeah. Did did somebody who did Tom get a vasectomy? Tom got a vasectomy. He didn't go to Doctor Stein though. No, I think uh, I think Dan has done so too. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know that for a fact, but I'm I'm ninety percent sure the 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 graphic detail that I sometimes hear. Uh, I would imagine that he uh, he has because uh, otherwise there might be another little mazy. I'm a very big fan. Like I, it was one of the smarter things I did when we decided we weren't going to have kids. It's quite responsible. Yeah. Like I I don't. Uh, I don't want children. I don't particularly like children. I, I, and I'm, I'm a big child myself, so I know I'm not the man for the job. And I, we did a little, uh, like, kind of a, like, work. We found Dr. Stein at that point had done, like, 10,000 vasectomies. Mm. So he obviously knows what he's doing. He's held a lot of members. Yeah, it's, and he, I would do it again just because it was funny. And it was, like, it was, like, 300 bucks, so it's well worth it. I mean, I, 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 save that money in condoms you know and i'm not saying i'm mr stud guy but i mean it's been a couple yeah i'd say get one like make sure like you don't want kids you sound like you don't but uh i'm, I'm a big fan yeah. and it is planned parenthood he works that guy's doing the lord's work yeah i want oh. him to come on the podcast yeah you ought to yeah, if anybody is, knows yeah. dr stein he's the only other man who's touched my penis besides probably my dad not that he would you know what i mean like just washing and shit yeah, my yeah, dad yeah. wasn't a complete pervert question number seven for you i, I still get lost in these things what are you tired of explaining to people? Um, I guess why I don't have an accent is one of them. I'm sorry. I, people are like, uh, why don't you have an accent? Are you sure you're English? Are you, no, you're not. No, you show me. Yeah. Prove it. No, prove like, what it. do you mean? How do I prove it? Be funny, English boy. Talk English talk. Yeah, well, I, I for the longest time, like I've been getting all this uh, all these tattoos. I, I still to this day I'm gonna get like a barcode on my ass that says made in English. I'm That's like, hey, funny. Prove it. Boom, there it I is. I can do it. You could do it. I'm pretty sure there's just lines. Yeah, they're just lines. Right? I yeah. have tattoos. I want really straight lines. Though, oh, so oh, you all can't right. get nervous halfway through there. And I got uh, some. Not my ass. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I I like the fact that you haven't got your citizenship. I, I I don't know why. For some reason, I assumed you got it, and I I want you to vote. But I I probably at this point you've been here long enough. Is this home? Uh, yeah, I would consider this home now, and I would consider Florida home now. Um, really? I, I went back up to Virginia, and it was a. Uh, it's a different beast now where I used to, where I grew up in Newport news. It's, it's completely changed. I, I felt very alien to where I was, where I once grew up. I mean, there are some things that, uh, you know, um, some, uh, you know, areas that I, that I feel very familiar, but it, everything's changed so much that I feel, I feel Florida's home now, even though I, I grew up there and I decades there, but it's, I feel very so native hot. down here to Florida. So hot. It's so damn hot down here, but it's hot as hell up in Virginia. You still get I the guess. same humidity, but they just have seasons up in Virginia. I want to win the lottery in live in san francisco and paris which i know is a long trip between those two places maybe have a place in new york or Virginia, i am um, i i have a Vermont connection in uh in france if you ever want to go there yeah, uh, my, my my uncle lives in a beautiful uh 
500-year-old converted barn and stable into nice. this beautiful house. Nice. I, uh, it's near Chablis. And uh, he actually has, a, it's, it's a heavily populated older uh, gay male community. That, lives that sounds there. wonderful. It's, it's great, though. Like, so all of his friends are these, these just really nice gentlemen. Like, they're, yeah, yeah. they're very kind people. Like, and they're all, a lot of them are expats. So, which would be uh, former British citizens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. just moved out there. And as my uncle is, he's- I knew what expat. that word was. Yeah, I just, you know, I, sometimes I throw <laughs> I that out. I can't read, but- A lot of people, a lot of people like, you know, I'm like, expat, what does that mean? I'm like, I, it's-, it's <laughs> No, I like, that's funny. No, I like making you feel uncomfortable. That's funny. But uh, <laughs> he, uh, yeah, so like, he, he loves it out there. And uh, I mean, he wouldn't live, he wouldn't move back to England or anywhere else if he had the chance. I mean, he vacations uh, four months out of the year in South of Spain. He's just getting ready to go out there. Like, I, I love his lifestyle. Yeah. Uh, he doesn't have children. And so he's, he's lived on yachts. He's lived on boats. It's a pretty good, it, it's, we it's don't, fun. again, we don't like live out of our means. And like, I can't say that enough because like sometimes people come in and our, our, our house is okay. It's decorated nice, but it's not a mansion. And sometimes people come into the podcast and oh, your house is beautiful. And I, I, I go, it's got one bathroom, man. It's a three bedroom. This is under a thousand square feet. This is a small home. It just flows pretty well. Uh, I don't want people to think that that we're we're fancy people by any stretch of the imagination. We just have traveled a little, and it. I don't know if this is home. I'm not done traveling. I don't know where I want to end Correct, up. Yeah. You know, it's uh, right now. This is home for me. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, I, I could easily. Uh, You're also young too. Yeah. I mean, You're young. Rel relatively, yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm inching into my 40s. Yep. I want to hear your problems, son. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it, it, I don't, I, I didn't, uh, God, I mean, I'd just been married at, like at 29. So, you know, it's, I, I, I don't know. Life is too short to be like sucked down by one place. I think this is home. Like it feels like home, but sometimes I get the itch to move. Like I, I, I just want to go see and explore and taste and hear and, and feel. Yeah. And life is too short to just sit someplace and oh, be stagnant. Agree. I don't know. I, I know people that haven't left Florida. I've met people in Florida. They're like, oh, no, I've never left Florida. I'm like, you know, you can drive north and go to Georgia, it's South a, Carolina, like North Carolina. We're, uh, we're going to Georgia two weekends from now. Right, right over the border, there's this little island where horses run free. It's yeah. called Cumberland Island. We're, we're okay. going to visit Cumberland. In, in about two weeks and we do these little trips we go and you know we, we, we go to Asheville. we will go mm -hmm. up to north carolina last year we went to portland uh we went to mexico the year before that uh did we go someplace the year before that i'm not sure um i don't know look at this is home base for now but uh I don't know. I can't figure it out in one day. Remind the kids uh, about Tom and Dan and this thing going on this weekend. Absolutely. So uh, we have a, uh, well, Tom and Dan, I uh, highly recommend it. Check us out at tomanddan.com. We've uh, just celebrated our 10th anniversary. That's I say amazing. we, I can't take credit for that. Yeah, uh, but Tom that's and incredible. built this beautiful network of, uh, of fans and listeners. And uh, they are truly our boss as far as uh, our listeners. They, we really kind of cater to them. Um, but we have an amazing uh, festival this weekend. So it's going to be Saturday and Sunday. There's going to be some fun stuff going on on Friday, but we're kind of not really part of that. It's like a pub crawl going on. But Saturday we have uh, we have the Bad at Business Beer Festival. It's a 100% free beer festival. Which if never you happens. To. You can pay a small fee uh, for a VIP full cup, a full pour cup, which is going to be a 16 ounce pour that goes towards the Yellow Brick Road Foundation, a great foundation that uh, helps uh, children with congenital hey, heart disease. Juan's a great guy. Yeah, he's a good dude. Got a great head of hair. Hey, beautiful Saturday. Yeah, he's a handsome man. Um, so uh, we have that going on on Saturday. So like I said, 2,500, first 2,500 uh, uh, attendees get a uh, free uh, sample cups and we're going to have, uh, f there's free beer vendors out there. There's going to be swag given away. We have live music, food trucks. You guys got great music too. It's great. Oh yeah, great music. And then um, the next day we have our Sofa and Suds, which is the amazing uh, world famous Sofa and Suds down in uh, Sanford. It's going to be- uh, Is it world famous? It is. Okay. It is. It All is. right. I'm, I'm taking- Name, name I'm, another couch race. Good point. Good point. <laughs> Outstanding. It should be. If it's not, but now it's going to be. Now it's going to be. I'm wildly popular in Mexico. And that's also a free event as well. Yeah. Uh, there is, uh, there's VIP options for that, so you can actually pay and uh, enjoy some free complimentary uh, Sofa and Suds beer brewed by Central 28. Nice. Uh, out of the Berry. They're a great uh, local brewery as well. Yeah, like, yeah. Always drink local. Dan St. Pierre. Dan St. Pierre, yeah. Yep. Absolutely. Great. He Tuffies. Yeah. Big sponsor. Yeah. yeah. Good stuff. Now they, I, I, I will be out there Saturday. I'm, uh, I, I, I'm busy on Sunday or I'd be out there. It's, it's going to be cool. Any of the, the Tom and Dan events are, are absolutely incredible. I, 
it always feels weird talking about another podcast, like on your own podcast when you're doing this professionally, but I just respect what they do and they're always so kind to us. And the, the product you guys put out is so good. Like it's, I don't aspire to be them because I think I'm apples and oranges, but I aspire to be like them. And you can get a paid membership. What's it? Uh, well, it just starts like a buck. It starts at uh, well, technically it starts at a dollar ninety five and goes up to ten ninety five. And uh, it, absolutely it, worth it. You can you can do as you please. I mean, if you really enjoy the podcast, we encourage you to. We don't encourage. It. I mean, you pay as you will. Honestly, yeah. it's it, it's a free it's free options. I mean, you don't have to pay for anything, but we do have exclusive content to our BDMs. And uh, just a I don't know if you ever gone into the BDM with it. Yeah, I'm a BDM. Yeah, big dick millionaires. <laughs> There we go. And uh, yeah, so we, uh, you, you have that option to get exclusive content with us. And we have, uh, we have a lot of shows available for the exclusive. Uh, well worth it. it uh, there'll be links in the show notes. Hopefully mm-hmm. I'll see you guys out there Saturday. If you see me, I'll have a pocket full of my swag. By that, I mean stickers and buttons. Um, Travis, you're my new friend. I love you. We're going to go on. This is a, great. I really enjoyed this. We're going to go on a man vacation. Me, you, your brother. It'll, it. it'll be good. I'll bring my brother around. He's I'll actually see. at the door. So you'll get to meet him in a few is minutes. Is he at the door? Um, uh, hey kids, uh, the haunting theme of Scotch and Good Conversation was written by my friend CJ Mask. Uh, he's a talented singer songwriter. I got a Patreon. I would love for you to take a look around there. There are interviews with former guests. There's naked pictures of me. That's kind of weird. I'll explain that later. There's an interview with Dan. I got a video of Fantastic. Dan and I talking at Red Light Red Light. I will sign up later today, man. Patreon.com slash Scotch and Good Conversation. If you like what I do here, uh, leave a review and subscribe. Join the Facebook group, Instagram, email us, 407-446-4955. Take care of each other, hug each other, love each other. Rosie is going to bark in a second. And remember to breathe.